Guys, it's that time again. Step in the ring with the greatest faction in podcast history, Jazz Freak Wrestling, the JFW Podcast, hosted by Travis Day. I am Nubby, the Amazing Turtle, and I am the Acker Man, the Acker Myth, the Acker Legend, and the Podcast Papa, Pac-Man, PX. You know me. It's your boy, but not Mason Perks. You know, it's just easier for you to say. And I'm Pac-Man. It is, but it's not the Pac-Man way. <laughs> He's just as bad as fucking uh, Diesel Tracks yesterday. I thought Apollo Creed was in there with all of his names. <laughs> Big Bag Boozy Daddy. So, what do you guys want to talk about? I want you to kind of recap. Uh, oh God, I'm trying to remember when. When was your last episode of Lovely and Tusk came out? Was that two weeks ago? That was actually this past week. So we didn't get a chance to talk about it yet. Not yet. Cool. Tell me yeah, about it that. Only, it only happened just last week. I mean, I keep thinking like it was two fucking weeks ago. For some reason, in my head, I have like this memory that we actually talked about it. I think we talked about the debate episode and the episode before that, but we haven't had a show since our last episode. You had, you had, we did mention it a little bit. Yeah. I think we got so off track, and I didn't give you a straight answer on who or what I was going to do. So. Well, let's talk about that. Let's recap that real quick, because I want to get that, uh, get that mentioned and everything, because last week's episode was the summer season finale of it. So, sure was. You um, you had Damien Sainan. We did, gentlemen, Mister Gentleman Guy, nine months in a row, standing room only. Fantastic choice for a guest. Uh, Nubby showed up. Yeah, Uh, I did. uh, Hot Rod showed up. Hot Rod was there. And was there. Chet showed up. Cactus was there. Um, you guys uh. You guys start bitching about how you all keep bitching at each other? I mean, that yeah. was... A, I think I summed it up for you, right? I kind of summed it up right there, right? You all hate each other? Well, I mean, I think we pretty much set aside our differences. Me and Double J, at the very least, have. Uh-huh. Uh, we talked after that episode, and him and I are good now. Um, you know, again, it did take me a second to really think about the weight of what we were voting on as far as whether or not we needed to induct Double J at Fan Access. But at the end of the day, looking at everybody in that group and just, you know, with some of the thoughts that were going through my mind at the time, I just felt like it was the right thing to do and the best move for the group. 
I felt like I had the whole weight of the fate of the LIM on my shoulders in that moment. And one misstep could send everything we built over this past year just crumbling. So, to be honest, look if I could be honest. Sure. Um, I wouldn't say it was a misstep that he wasn't inducted. I think the fact that he needed to be inducted was not necessarily true. Because you have known him for a long time. I believe all you had to say was, you are L-I-M. And that would have been it. But, at the same time, he wanted the induction. And I think he, you should have just gave it to him. Because he asked for it. I mean. I mean, that was the approach I was trying to take originally. Maybe not in the best way. I think I did so in a way that was, I you know, I think other people have said that I was acting really out of character a few episodes ago when we were trying to talk about our just love of professional wrestling in general. Do you so, think, do you, think do you think that you were acting out of character on one episode? I was called out for it. I'm just saying, what dude, I, you're throwing a fit about this dude for three episodes. I mean, my thing is. I, I wish we would have had, all I'll say is I wish we would have been able to have the conversation we had on Wednesday, if we would have had that a lot sooner, um, and it's water under the bridge, but if we would have had this a lot sooner and we all sat down and, like, talked about it like adults Oh, if you had a sit-down? If you had a sit-down that you didn't want to have? Well, there was, I mean, again... I had to do whatever it took, and Nubby had this idea, and I just let him run with it. And um, I will say thank you to Nubby. Um, you pretty much saved the LIM. I mean, I had to threaten you a little bit. Yeah. Sometimes that that's the way it is. You did. Yeah, and it's weird, because Nubby did save the LIM. Nubby's an LIM member. But how come when I look at this picture of the LIM at Indiana Beach, Nubby's not in it? Which picture is that? The Indiana Beach uh, trip for the LIM. Well, Nubby was busy at SCW commentating with you. Oh, was he? He was. Oh, was he? He was. And wrestling Freiburg, which I'm sure we'll talk about a little later. I mean, I see Chet. I see Chet's hot daughter. I see Double J. I see Gabagool. Pac-Man, Slick Nick, Giggles, and Four Nobodies. No, that's Madonna and Bruno Jakubowski and uh, famous uh, bell ringer Michael Hunt. Pac-Man was invited to the uh, group. I mean, look. Nobody had to do important important turtly things. Sure, sure. Yesterday. You you did say Pac-Man, by the way, Travis. You did say Pac-Man. You call me Pac-Man. Again, you guys are the same fucking person to me now. <laughs> just, a, just a morph of fucking short-haired, weird beard, glasses, goofy-ass looking You see there MGK with the beard weird thing. Who? Machine Gun Kelly. Didn't he Never say that's Eminem a while back? Anyway. Never heard of her. <laughs> Never. So, 
LIM's good now? <laughs> LIM seems to be on the right page. The only thing we didn't really get to address is the issues between Gabagool and Danny. Well, Danny is just useless. He doesn't like Hawaiian bread, so. He does not like Hawaiian bread at all. But, yeah, he came on real, real briefly. He think he was hung over from defending the champion. He definitely didn't look that great. But pretty much all he said is, Gabagool, we'll figure this out, this out later. Damien Saint, you're okay with me. And uh, Turtle, your taste in food sucks. So, I mean, that issue is still lingering. But we did actually put it to a vote. So at Darkness Falls... We all voted to determine the undisputed LIM champion as Danny will go up against Tony Gabagool to determine the champion of beer drinking. Yeah. What's going on with you guys on the fourth mother box? You guys are, um, I mean, I watched, uh, I watched his video where everyone was getting gingered and shit. Hey, joke's on him. I still have brown hair. Um, he didn't say anything bad about me. Somehow I got gingered because I didn't know the right people, but, I mean, that's just who I am. But. He did kind of go after you, though. He seems to be going after all of us. He didn't go after me. All he said is I got people mixed up. He didn't, he didn't insult me in any way. I know who I am, and I know I don't know who people are, and I've accepted that. He's insulting your journalistic integrity, Travis. I think we all need to come together on this. Just remember what, dude. I trust. I'm not fucking following you into anything, man. After wave three, I got no faith in following you into shit, brother. Now listen. The thing is, he's gone after Nubby. He's gone after me. I responded yesterday with a, I thought, a very well thought out response in Smiley McGee's car. It was cut short a bit because Smiley kicked me out of it, but all the same. You know, have we heard? It's been from, like have we heard from Tom years since Pickle Dick over there on the JFW podcast supposedly was going to respond to my car promo. There's been nothing. Thankfully, I have a life. Quick question: Who's Pickle Dick? Which one of you are Pickle Dick? He's obviously traps. I think that's you, Nubby. No, because you mentioned me later. Okay. If so, right now in this moment, it's the only time I care about it. So I decided uh, I'm going to listen to JFW and see if this pickle dick wannabe Mark has responded. Yeah, but, the, but Cameron would not be GM. His stipulation, or his thing for his stipulation was his contract. That's him falling asleep, by the way. But here's the funny part. That that was ah! talking. Yeah, drink. Um, yeah, that was me yet, talking. Bro. But Chill the fuck out. <laughs> I so I called. Kind of. I had a message him. I'm like, you know, I was talking. He's like, yeah, I was falling asleep at JFW as a whole. So. I gotcha. So if he would have won, then. Uh, well, Pickle Dick over there on JFW Podcast looks at his vinegar strokes in the mirror when he listens to himself talk. Obviously, you see that what happened to me probably happens to most of the JFW audience. Dude, it sounds like he's talking about you, Nubby. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. No, 
because if we get towards the end, he brings me up. So. Well, yeah, but he also brings up Pac-Man. He brings up me, too. I, I, hey, uh, what's he, what he called? Mark? Mike? What's his name? Tom. 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 Tom, who's Pickle Dick? Just curious. Let us know in the comments <laughs> below. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, wake up from your fucking concussion that you got and, uh, <laughs> Pickle Dick is. It's ginger. Look, if you just stop hanging out with the lovely intoxicated women's club drinking your pink rose wine, you'd have time to record your car promo. Oh, maybe it is Pac-Man. Maybe you are Pickle Dick. I think he's just using it interchangeably. Ooh, maybe. That was a big word for me. Not to me, though. It's as simple as that. Ginger. And hey, P-Traps. You're doing us a favor by screwing up the video so we don't have to see your ugly mug out there on YouTube. Yeah, There's enough you. crap out there adding you on there. Ooh, not safe for work, not safe for children. Ginger. Now, Travis may claim he hates ripping you on air. I don't. Ginger. Yeah, I should have known, P-Trap, that when you started going to the gym, it was Planet Fitness. Because you probably only signed up there for the free pizza and bagels. Let's be honest. Ginger. Hey, Travis, I saw that you got yourself confused there between two of my two fa- two of my three faint. I like how he's talking about my confusion as he's confused on what he wants to say right there. <laughs> Boom, Travis. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> Why is that a fucking travesty? Classic Podcast's fourth mother box and Jedi talk. Um, let me quickly give you a little diagram and an explanation of the differences between the two. As you can see, similar, but very, very different. Now, you said something about this weird, jealous thing. Now, please, know who said what. I am the loud and proud ginger over here, Tom Ogria, fourth mother box Jedi talk and master of Metallica podcast. When I say something, I'll back it up. What's a Metallica podcast? Is he on another podcast? Yeah. yeah. He's, he's a huge Metallica fan, so he's got a podcast about Metallica. <sighs> Interesting. Your qualms are with Mr. Brad Hughes. Boom, ginger. Which one was Brad Hughes? The lawn chair kid? Yeah, the one who can't match his clothes on uh, on video. Gotcha. And who did I mix him up with? You mixed those two up, Brad and Tom. Okay, gotcha. Star Wars fans and DC Comics fans are horrible fan bases. And they may be literally at the scum of the earth. But I know for a fact... They're at least a tier above pro wrestling fans. Ginger. My last note today goes out to the amazing turtle. You and I both know where this road leads. So when you're ready, because I've been ready, you know how to reach me. That's cute. Boom, Travis. That's, that's adorable. I just do, I, I listen to, I listen to fucking audio. I don't watch their... Do they put the videos out of their podcast? Oh, I mean, I guess they do since we... Yeah, they've been recently doing that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Good for them. Good for them. I mean, I, I don't fucking listen to them that often. But, no. I've been listening lately. 
Man, I I'll, I just listen to the audio because I just don't want to look at Kyle. So. Um, Nubbied. Yeah, I really don't want to look at Brad. Uh-huh. Evan's okay. I like Evan. Brad, well, yeah. he's hit or miss sometimes. Pac-Man, we're not doing that here. Oh. I, I thought it was funny when he did it, so I just like... Maybe it, was hal- it was hilarious when he did it, but I'm not... Yeah. I, I rip off a lot of shit from a lot of fucking podcasts, but I'm not doing that boom fucking... You, you do that stupid shit. Boom roasted. Treated! There we go. <laughs> I had a good one last night. You did. You treated. really did. So, so I guess the um, forces. I just want to know why your guys' problems are affecting my show. Well, tell him, Nubby. Yeah, tell me, Nubby. Why? Is why? That, why? Why is? Why is there some fucking dude, and God knows where, bastardizing the integrity of my show by calling you guys out? Well, well, well. I guess I made the mistake of going on their show, and I got bastardized. So, I figure, why not? Bring it all here. Bring it, and just, you know, fight. Fight to the death. Learn a lot. So, in your your mind, like, hey, I got a platform. I could talk on it. Right. (laughs) Well, I'm sorry you guys got gingered. Uh, I've been getting gingered for 25 years, so. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm fine, though. I'm good. Dude, uh, dude came at me with, well, by my confusion. So I confused himself I was on fucking people, so that's cool. But. I mean, at least Tom has the balls to come after us. Brad still hasn't said a damn thing, so. I will. He, I will, he claims he's got better things to do. Yeah. I will say about Tom, though, love his fucking voice. Definitely has that radio-esque fucking voice, you know, that just sounds well-educated. I know, I wish I had a voice like that. I don't. I sound, I sound like, like that. I sound like, I sound like somebody who was, like, in the process of puberty, and then my life is like, you know what? We're good right here. Just fine. Hey, you we dropped, said it, not me. Yeah, we dropped your balls. We gave you hair. We'll stop right there. We don't need, we don't need that gave you that, you know, that little voice. I don't need that shit. No, it's fine. He's um, got a face for radio. From what I'm sure. <laughs> you know, he's, he's, he's a good looking dude too. I will say that. I just, he just doesn't, doesn't need to say shit about me. Cause that won't end well. His words. His words. Um, yeah, what did, uh, what did Steve say about me on his, uh, like, I'm unapolog- uh, unapologetically honest or some shit? I am. I am, and I love it. Uh, we do got a bunch of shit we gotta go over. I don't want to take up too much time on the non-wrestling-related shit. Um, but I do want to talk a little bit, uh, Nubby, you, you brought it up, let's talk a little bit about Bray Wyatt and Terry Funk. Obviously, both men passed away last week after, um... After the release of our, or after the recordings of our show, um, and um, we got to talk about results from IPW. Uh, I'll run through uh, the results real quick of SCW since we did the whole live stream yesterday, so we don't got to talk much about that. Uh, do we have match cards for this coming week? Uh, Power Entertainment. That's it. That's it. Okay. Cool. Um. 
And then um, we don't got to go over the results of AEW. I did win it, uh, but we do have payback. We got to run through. Before we dive into any of that, I want to remind you guys that this episode of the, you know, two weeks, I'm not going to be here. One of you guys. Let's, let's, let's hear it. Can I do it again? Yeah, let's give you another yeah. shot. Yeah. All right. So we got here uh, Carter Comics, right? Graded or raw. Oh, wait, wait, wait. What did you just say? Carter Comics. Yeah, it's not like you said Carter. Welcome back, Carter Comics. You couldn't even get the fucking name out <laughs> right. Carter. No, you said Cotter. I'm going to listen to this back. Yeah, yeah please do, because it's going to be in there. I did not see. All right. Hello, everybody. This is I, Pac-Man. Real, real quick, my favorite, my favorite thing from last week, and last week was a great fucking week for me, but the best thing ever is getting a message from Doug, who owns Carter Comics. And he, he writes me, he's like, hey, who the fuck is that guy plugging my shit? And I was like, oh, you're talking about Pac-Man? He's like, he's not permanent, is he? <laughs> and I was like, no, what do you mean? He's like, oh, man, it sounds like a fucking Make-A-Wish kid. <laughs> I told him, like, no, he's a mainstay. He's a guy. I'm sorry, Dougie. But I'll, I'll try to get him to do better. He's like, please do. I've been working on it all week. Of course, you said Cotter, so yeah. You I did not. It. No, well, maybe it was like a Brooklyn thing. Hello, no, or Boston. Brooklyn, Chandler, Teddy Vargas. Brooklyn, is that what you have in Joliet, Brooklyn accents? No, Boston. You're an idiot. Thanks, buddy. All right, try it again. Let's go. All right, CarterComics.com. Graded or raw, Carter Comics got it all. And be sure you also check their five different eBay accounts. Four, Four different Almost. eBay accounts. For practicing sure, all week, huh? And be sure you use the promo code FREAKNET. Discount code. <laughs> not promo not code. Not We're not even up, talking shut up, about Shut up, Pac-Man. Shut up. shut up, Pac-Man. Shut up. I'm so used to doing the plugs shut on my up. show. Yeah, your make-believe bullshit. This is real money, motherfucker. There's a discount code. Shut up. Just stop. Toby, can you try it? Sure. So, check it. You like uh, comic books? Well, I got a good place for you to go to. Go to CarterComics.com. Not Carter. CarterComics.com. Whether it be great or uh, raw, Carter Comics does have it all. Shut up. I see now you fu- you fucked me up now. I, I, I had you it. What the fuck? What you're, you're, stumbling, you're stumbling around like the fucking ginger, man. Just say the fucking words. You've heard it every week for a year. I I had the word right. <laughs> <laughs> Too much pressure. <laughs> Too much pressure. Just see, God, I'm gonna have to pre-record the fucking plug, aren't I? I think we're doing great. Oh, God, you guys are fucking crushing this. Nubby, my apologies. I'm going to give you one more shot. Let's go. <clears throat> you like comic books? Check out cartercomics.com. Whether they be graded or raw, they got them all. You know what? They have a discount code called FreakNet. F-E-A. <laughs> no. F-R-E-A-K-N-E-T. You can use that for discount code. I quit. 
<laughs> is this just Too much pressure? Is this just Fekin wrestling? What the fuck? Where have you been, man? Not this felon be on felon that much. Holy hell! <laughs> Can we edit it out? No. No. This, epi- <laughs> this episode of Just Freak Wrestling is brought to you by CarterComics.com. It's your one-stop shop for all comic books, whether it be graded or raw. Carter Comics has got them all. All you got to do is go to CarterComics.com, check out their amazing storefront, check them out, put them into your cart, use the discount code FREAKNET, F-R-E-A-K-N-E-T, you'll save 10% in your entire order. Not just at their website, but four different eBay accounts as well. And links to all those are at their homepage of CarterComics.com. Again, CarterComics.com, your one-stop shop for all your comic needs. Discount code, yeah. you can use it over and over and over. You guys got you guys got two weeks to get your shit together. Well, and Gabagool do it. Oh, fucking man. Is Gabagool going to be on this show? We'll have him step in. Oh, nice. I do like I do like Gabagool. Well, I like the old Gabagool. New Gabagool, I'm not. No, no. Still, he's still a little bit shady. He's the same Gabagool as he's always been. Can oh. confirm. I've known him for 20 years. True. Um. All right, what do you guys want to talk about next? You want to do the predictions real quick, get them done out of the way? You want to talk about Funkin' uh, Wyatt? Oh, let's get those predictions out. Yeah. Right. Payback is uh, this Saturday, September 2nd, I think it is. I thought Payback was a bitch. You're a bitch. Oh, all right. But my name's not pa- Anyway, go ahead. I'll shut up now. Yeah, please. Please, for the love of God, do. I just know I'm going to get a message from Carter Comics again. Probably even before this goes out, because they're just going to sense the fuck-ups. Spidey senses. Yeah. They're, hey, they're on the bright side, I, bright side, the first show you missed, I did it well. You did a good job on you that. You did. You did. You just got to keep you away from spelling the word freak. Feeknet. F-E-A. <laughs> so, funny story. Back in uh, junior high, I did a English project or something, and I was about the word stressor or some shit. I put it on my poster, S-T-E-S-S. Forgot the R. That's pretty stressful. So I I apparently forget R, the R's in words. Just like now, forgot the word in the word freak. Forgot the R. Great Predictions. Story, Great fucking story. At a beginning, there was a middle, an end. There was a climactic rise and a fall. Dude, that had everything. Characters. God, a setting. Man, plot. Themes, motifs. Just call you you M. Night. Fuck you. Okay. Uh, Steel Cage match. Becky Lynch versus Trish Stratus. I picked Becky Lynch. Nubby, who you got? Becky. Big time Bex. Okay. Should have been at SummerSlam, but that's just me. Uh, singles match for the World Heavyweight Championship. Seth freaking Rollins versus Shinsuke Nakamura. Uh, Nubby, who you got? Uh, Shinsuke. Pac-Man? Seth. Yeah, I got Seth, too. 
Uh, see here. Singles match for the Women's World Championship. Rhea Ripley versus Raquel Gonzalez. Pac-Man? Ripley. I am going Ripley, too. Nubby? Ripley. Believe it or not, we all chose Ripley. Believe it or not, George is in the home. So leave a message at the beam. Uh, singles match for the WWE United States Championship. Rey Mysterio versus Austin Theory. I chose Theory. What about you, Nubby? Theory. Pac-Man? The, uh, Mysterio. Okay. Uh, last match that's uh, announced right now. I'm sure they're going to put more than just the five, but right now we got a uh, singles match between LA Knight and The Miz. Uh, Nubby? Yeah. Yeah. Back yeah. Match. All right. All right. I went with night, too. Cool. Cool. All right. So. Somebody could win this. Interesting. All right. Uh, we can just keep track. If somebody they do announce more matches, we'll just keep each other uh, updated on it. We can add to the list. So. <clears throat> uh, we did a live stream for SCW yesterday, brought at the brewery. Uh, it's available right now wherever you listen to your podcast. Uh, let's go check it out. We have to sit down and talk with a few people. Tommy Gunn, uh, referee. Benny Burgess, former Genesis champion. Warren Freiberg, the third current high voltage champion. Uh, Aaron Xavier, current SCW uh, heavyweight champion. We got, uh, well, we had Angel on. Mm-hmm. And uh, VJ Price, former uh, CW Tag Team champ, uh, Nisa showed up at the end there, talked a little bit, uh, and all that shit. Uh, with high voltage, let's see here. Uh, Sheik uh, went over on Chaos. Logan Steele, uh, him, and uh, it was supposed to be El Dorado, but Jimmy Carrot actually made his return, uh, and he took on Logan Steele, ended in a uh, count out. You lost me a count out. Eh? You were there, Nubby. Why don't you tell us I'm about watching. it? Well, I didn't watch it. I was too busy, um, you know, preparing for my title match. Yeah, so it was, yeah, it's, it wasn't a count out. It was a double disqualification. My bad. I got that confused with another match. VIP lost to uh, Brandon Espinoza, uh, and Freiburg beat Turtle. Cheated. Not treated, cheated. Yeah, we got it. Heard you. Heard me loud and clear yesterday, huh? <sighs> yeah, way to get way to get me into that shit. Well, I he actually brought you into that shit, but that's true. That's true. Uh Mercer <clears throat> Miles Mercer beat Benny Bargage, become the new Genesis champion. Logan Steele beat Donovan Toretto. Uh, if you guys were there, you know what that is. But Donovan Toretto is formerly known as VIP. Um, again, I'm not sure we're even supposed to be mentioning his name anymore, but it is what it is. I don't want to get sued. Yeah, right. JPH uh, beat Santana Starks. Elite Payne beat uh, Punitive Damages. Aaron Xavier retained his title against Acid Jazz. Uh, there was a countout, uh, double countout between Dysfunction and Times of Destruction. Uh, Dysfunction retained the tag titles. Spade when uh Spade beat Johnny Chaos. Shauna Reed beat Natasha Crane and Angel to become number one contender for the women's championship for next month's WrestleTopia. 
And uh, James Creed beat the Cobra. Uh, weirdness ensued. Things happened. An impromptu tag match between uh, the Cobra and Eric Schultz uh, going up against um, James Creed and, uh, well, somebody I know pretty well there, Nubby. Yeah. It was well established that you know him pretty well. Oh, yeah. I let everyone know that. Uh, Acid, uh, Mike Nolan, however you guys know him. Made his human debut, highlight reel. The human highlight reel made his uh his debut to SCW and an impromptu tag match where he teamed up with uh, James Creed. Ultimately, at the end, they both picked up the victory, and then uh, Acid uh, Codebreaker uh, Creed climbed that ladder, announced himself to be part of the Call Your Shot ladder match at WrestleTopia. Um, it looks like it has been confirmed that the six participants in that match is going to be Acid, Sean Mulligan, James Creed, the Cobra. Benny Vargas and uh, Eric Schultz. So. Well, actually, it's going to be seven because Jameson Bottle was there. That's uh, true. Jameson Bottle's going to be there. I think, I think he's teaming up with Mulligan, though. So, yeah, so it might be like a weird handicap match, but it's like a two-on-one-on-one-on-one-on-one. True. True that. So, uh, yeah, there's going to be more matches coming on WrestleTopia. Uh, I'm excited for that. Uh, obviously, the biggest uh, show of the year for SCW. Uh, September 30th, more information to come on that, uh, so stay tuned. Out, you know, obviously, another match at WrestleTopia is going to be Turtle getting his rematch against, uh, against Freiburg, and we'll talk more about that when that comes up because that turned into a lot more than it should have. So, yeah. 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 Did not expect it, but <laughs> thanks for having faith in me. Yeah, I I'm gonna Maybe to too much? Too I'm much faith. To, I'm gonna have to get into a fucking ring and see what I remember. Just in case. I do have faith in you. I think I think I'll I you know one on one straight up you'll beat him. Um I probably should get in the ring and see what I remember. Uh this past week Terry Funk and Bray Wyatt passed away. Um I was Bray Wyatt was like what thirty six years old I think. Yeah. Uh, Funk I don't remember seventy four something like that. Actually seventy eight. Seventy eight. Um yeah I I think I think what they did on SmackDown was pretty cool. I mean they did a I mean it, it was more Bray focused and it was Funk focused but at least they put together a video package for Funk and uh, they did have that uh. That uh, Terry Funk hardcore tag match between the Brawling Brutes and uh, Street Profits. I thought that was pretty cool, too. What's your guys' earliest memory of uh, Terry Funk? Mine is embarrassing, but (laughs) what's what's your guys'? (laughs) So when I started becoming a wrestling fan, like in high school, I would go to, like, the library and I would take out different wrestler autobiographies and I remember reading a lot of um, I think the first ones I read were all of Foley's Mick Foley's and uh, Foley talked a lot about him especially like when he was doing the change saw Charlie uh, tag team with him yeah after that reading that book I found the match that Cactus Jack and Chainsaw Charlie had on Raw, where the New Age Outlaws pushes the dumpster off the stage, and, like, everybody comes out, and it's, like, a whole half hour of, like, 
everybody going around and trying to make sure they're okay getting Cactus and Chainsaw Charlie out of the thing. And then, like, you know, even, two, I watched their, I think it was, was it a, it was a tag match, One Night Stand 2006, mm-hmm. where it was Foley and Edge, where Foley was heel against uh, Tommy Dreamer and um, Terry Funk and, like, the hardcore nature of that match where it's, like, stuff that wouldn't even be seen on WWE today. And Terry was probably in his, like, after his, what, fourth or fifth retirement at that point? And just doing that crazy stuff at his age? You know, I haven't seen too much of his stuff, like, before. That, but that's definitely something that I'm intending to look into more as I'm starting to like really branch out and learn more about the territory. So definitely want to check out more Terry Buck matches for sure. Yeah, for me, uh, the earliest the earliest memory of me uh, like physically watching Terry Funk before seeing like any old videos and stuff was him debuting as Chainsaw Charlie and did a uh, you know cutting himself out of that wooden box and all that shit. Um, I wish it was Funk. I wish it was ECW era Terry Funk. If anything, I mean that'd probably be the earliest I would be alive to witness. But yeah, for me it was Chainsaw Charlie. So. I wish it wasn't. It's kind of a fucking embarrassing thing, but yeah. So, what about you, Nubby? What's what's your earliest memory? So my earliest, um, actually was like weird because the first time I saw Terry Funk wrestle was like later after the match I'm going to talk about. So I got started getting to WCW around ni- late '93 ish. And it was, like, early 94, WCW did this thing called um, Up All Night or something like that, where they were on, they, like, Tony Schiavone, Bobby Heenan, and all them, they were at a hotel room go, doing flashbacks. And one of the matches on that show was Terry Funk and Ric Flair in that I Quit match. And I believe it was from Clash of the Champions. Uh-huh. Now, now, granted, I, this is watching it for the first time, even though it already happened. But it it actually ended up being my favorite Terry Funk match because, you know, as much as he was into the whole deathmatch stuff, he can take any kind of hardcore or no rules match and make it mean something. It can be the littlest hardcore you'll ever see, and it'll mean a lot. He can go through a table. And it won't even break, but it'll still mean something. And that's what, like, made that match great. I mean, yeah, it was an I Quit match, but they were all over the, you know, ringside. And nothing crazy had to happen, and it meant so much. Plus, they told a story. And that was the one thing about Terry Funk anyway, is, again, he'll tell a story, and he doesn't have to do the hardcore stuff. To me, he is the king of hardcore, no matter what. The yeah. real king. Okay. Anyone that came after, you got. They're just after. But he could have been. And he was hardcore without being hardcore. That's what made him great with all those matches. He made hardcore what it is. I agree. Yeah, 
Uh, what about Bray? Earliest memories of uh, Bray Wyatt. I guess for me, it's Husky Harris and then I, I'm, or the Nexus. I'm sure, I'm sure everyone had that. Yeah, it's probably the same. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, I didn't watch uh, the, the uh, development of the original Bray Wyatt in NXT. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't really because I know I think NXT was streaming on uh, the Network at that time, but I never really like yeah. tuned in and watching shit. So I didn't see Bray Wyatt until he came to Raw with uh, Luke Harper and Eric Rollins. Yeah, but um, I'm I'm glad that they did give him the opportunity to change his character because Husky Harris is a stupid fucking name. The name, yeah, but I think the yeah. gimmick itself would have been okay. If, if but they didn't do anything with it because they weren't really into the whole you know old school stuff at that time. Mm-hmm. They were trying to bring all that new stuff in. Yeah, and you know Husky Harris is like considered you know, 70s, 80s kind of stuff, and they just run into it. But it's a start. It was a nice start for them. It almost kind of felt Dusty Rhodes-like, though. Yeah, and they weren't ready for that at that time. Yeah, just a bigger dude and a Speedo. I'm pretty sure he was wearing cowboy boots. Yeah. So. It worked for what it was, but, you know, the, the typical WWE, they wouldn't have done anything right with it. Yeah. Yeah, it was um yeah. It's unfortunate that they both um they both passed. I mean I th- I think I mean Bray's the biggest shock over anything. I mean fuck he's two years older than me, man. And he's two years younger than me. Right. And I know they said there's complications due uh was he had a heart attack or his heart failed due to complications from uh another illness and all that shit and it it just sucks because he was gone for so long, and everyone knew that he was sick. They just no one knew what the the illness was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you know this whole big thing about how like you know they're planning his return and setting everything up, and then just out of nowhere he passes away. Um, I did see that that he was doing um like any Bray Wyatt stuff purchased at that he shop or whatever. That money's being donated donated directly to uh, his family. All that mm-hmm. stuff, and I think he had four kids, which is, sucks. That um, that uh, he got that they they don't have uh, him around anymore. Winham Winham Rotunda. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, it sucks. Um, it's, I mean, I feel bad for Eric Rowan too. It was cool that he made it. Uh, that uh, that they brought him on the SmackDown for that. Yeah, it would have been cool to see him like participate in some way. Mm-hmm. You know, have like some kind of match and everything, and it would have been awesome to see if, like, if you know, Strowman was healthy and cleared to wrestle for them to do like a final like Wyatt family tag match or something like that. That would have been really cool to see. Um, but I think it was really cool how they brought the rocking chair out at the beginning of the show and they had the lantern at the beginning. I don't know. If, I don't know if it was just me. I don't know what your guys' thoughts was on it. But at the very end of the show, when the lights started going down and they started doing like the fiend stuff. The very first thing that kicked my mind is like, I swear to God, this is a fucking work. And this fucking dude pops up in the middle of the ring. I'm going to lose my shit. But I don't think they would go. I don't think they're going to that extreme. No, I think it's crazy that that they would do that. I mean, because Vince McMahon tried to pull that shit. And then what? Then Chris Benoit passed away, so he couldn't do it. 
And yeah. You can't. You just can't do that. That that's no. just crazy. No, I'm and I'm glad that wasn't the case. I was, it's like when, when everything started going down, Landers there, and then you saw because I didn't at, at first I didn't think that was the Titantron of him standing there. Mm-hmm. Like the way they had the camera and it looked yeah. like he was legit standing in the fucking ring. I'm like, it's like there's no fucking way they made this entire thing fucking work. And then obviously, like you know, you see that it is a Titantron. He's in the ring on the Titantron and shit. And I was like, okay, still a beautiful way to end the show. Um. It, 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 it's it's unfortunate, I guess, as a wrestling fan, to not be able to see where that storyline went, though. Like the Uncle, Uncle Howdy and all that other stuff, the Firefly uh, Funhouse uh, characters. Yeah. Easily, Firefly Funhouse was... I think that's my favorite iteration of his character, for sure. Oh, I hated that so much. I loved it. You know, that, but that makes sense. Because I think you, from my perspective, I'm not going to just assume it, but I think you like more of the goofy, silly shit that wrestling has to offer. I mean, like, yes and no. It just depends. It's As long as it makes sense. Yeah. And I think, like, with with that character, just to have, like, one, it's a demonic Mr. Rogers. I love that. Yeah. And then, it was like... One of- I was watching a bunch of the original, like, Firefly Flunhouse uh, segments this weekend, and... Um, Did you guys scan those codes that they had on the... Uh, yeah. 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 I, I, I love the... I don't know how to describe them. To me, it's like the swamp guy. Mm-hmm. The swamp part. The Bray Wyatt gimmick that was like a dude from the swamp or the bayous or whatever. That's how I always saw him. That's what I loved. The original Bray Wyatt. That's the guy I fucking loved. Um, I didn't like when fucking Daniel Bryan was, you know, work in it, and I didn't like when uh, Randy Orton was part of it. I didn't like him teaming with fucking Matt uh, Matt Hardy. It was like at that point, it was like they're losing, you know, things to do with him and the group. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I loved it when it was Luke Harper and Eric Rowan. I liked when they brought in Braun Strowman. I mean, if they kept those four together, it would have been a great fucking faction. Mm-hmm. You know, and they could have done more shit with that and everything. Um, I wasn't a big fan of The Fiend. I don't like... I, I liked it, but until Goldberg, you know, they put Goldberg over yeah. on him, that did kill it for me, because yeah. them trying to bring it back after, just, it wasn't great. And I felt bad for him, because he had great momentum, even if the gimmick was that silly. But until you bring in that old fart, and having him beat him was just asinine. I, yeah, that I was so stupid. I didn't like that he had these mythical powers that made him unstoppable. I wasn't just a big fan of I don't like when somebody is perceived as unbeatable. That's why I wasn't a big fan of Brock Lesnar for the longest fucking time. He just came off as, like, unfucking beatable You know, that's why I, I'm okay with the Roman stuff, because they're cheating to allow him to win. That's what's making them. He's beatable, but he just can't be beaten. But when it came to Brock, he's just tearing through fucking everybody. Beyond the field, the same way. Like, the only reason he lost it in the fucking Hell in a Cell with Rollins is because he buried him and all that shit. But even mm. then, so, I don't know. Still should have figured out a way to get out of it. Yeah. Get those powers. Yeah. I mean, it, still, still to this day, that DQ finish in that Hell in a Cell really was stupid. Oh, everyone hated it. <laughs> oh, I hated it. It's like, how the hell do you have a DQ finish in Hell in a Cell? I mean, you Whoever made book that shit should have been fired. Yeah. And it's like, you made him a monster, and I tend to like horror gimmicks, 
Mm-hmm. Like, I love The Undertaker. I love Kane. Yeah. Like, the ones that are inspired by, like, monsters. And, I mean, there's a little bit of that, like, you know, supernatural with, like, Taker and Kane. So I've always, you know, gravitated towards that aspect of it, too. Like, because when Taker was coming in in the 90s, he went undefeated for a whole year. I mean, he took the title off of Hogan, and, um, but, like, obviously it was with help from Ric Flair, but, like, they made him unstoppable. I mean, they've even done it, you know, with the streak. Look at the streak. You know, and I think, like, that Firefly Funhouse era, just where they made him that, like, double personality monster. Yeah. And I just think there was just so much mispotential with the way that they did certain things, especially, like, with Goldberg, especially with Rollins, where they, I mean, they did kind of book themselves into a corner with that. But... Three-time heavyweight champ, world champion, all the same. So you, no one can take that away from him. No, no, and I, and I think there, uh, I think there's rumors. I'm not sure if it's official or not, but I know there's rumors of him being inducted next year, which I'm fine with. Yeah. So, yeah. So, R.I.P. to both of them. Um, prayers to their families and shit. It's not easy losing anyone. In wrestling, uh, whether you're a fan or anything like that. Um, but, uh, hopefully we don't have to witness anything like that for, for at least a little while. Especially like, you know, when I, you mentioned, uh, Rowan earlier, you know, he was at, uh, Luke Harper's, Brody Lee's, um, yeah. tribute in AEW. Like, mm-hmm. I really feel for that guy, too, having to see two of his closest friends, you know, yeah. go on within three years of one another. Yeah. Yeah. And that's interesting. It's illnesses. You know, it's, it's them being sick. Mm-hmm. So, it, yeah, it sucks. Um, anyways, uh, we got results. Um, I don't have any results from uh, Phoenix Pro Wrestling, so we don't got to go over any of those. Um I'm fine with that. I didn't make it to the show anyways, but, uh, IPW and, uh, I don't know, are we doing that as Super Wrestler results? I got both. Okay. Uh, is that it? There's only two, right? I think so, yeah. CSW mm-hmm. was last week. Why are these yep. fucking two weeks blending together? Cool. Hi, right, uh, Pac-Man, floor is yours, man. Alright, so first we had IPW hosted by Rocket Pro Wrestling General Manager Damian Saint. Do, do, me favor, do, um, do me a favor, though. Do Super Wrestlers first. You want me to do Super Wrestlers first? Yeah. All right. Just just because we have more involvement with IPW. Yeah. And since, okay. you're, since you're both there, you can, we could talk a little bit more about that in detail. To, uh, you know, so if you could do Super Wrestlers first. I appreciate it. Whatever you want to do. Fuck so, yeah, whatever I want to do. It is your show. Yeah, it is. So we had Super Wrestlers strike back. Last night, the start of the show, it was advertised that the band that plays the Super Wrestlers theme was going to uh, play the theme live. Now, this was cut off by Destructo and Madam Chatter, who Madam Chatter just absolutely hates earth music. Mm -hmm. And she 
told everybody to fuck off for enjoying it. And they said that they were going to stop all of the Earth shenanigans once they received the prize. We had the first match of U.S. A-Hole versus Rad Blackbeard, the Porch Pirate. Now, Rad (laughs) Blackbeard is brand new to the Super Wrestlers. And he comes to the ring with people's allegedly stolen Amazon packages. And the contents of the package, might I say, were quite interesting. We saw Mm. eye patches and toy guns. We saw, uh, what else did we see? Buzz Lightyear coasters, yo-yos. But There's only one that matters. There is one that matters, and it is the one that was given to U.S. A-Hole. What was in it? I don't even know if I could say it on air, but I'm going to say it anyway. It was a giant blue dildo. For the U.S. A-Hole. For the U.S. A-Hole. U.S. A-Hole got fucked by the blue dildo. The blue dildo had blue balls, let me tell you. For the A-Hole. For the U.S. A-Hole. But, uh, Brad Blackbeard won over USA Hole. Wait, we, was the dildo part of the finish? The dildo was not. But there was a guy that managed to get his hands on the dildo and started flailing it around the entire rest of the show. Did uh, the referee cause all of the electrocution? I saw a video. Yes, actually, it was before the match. Um, Nexus, the referee, who runs on Windows 95, if you touch him, you'll get electrocuted. I explained it. So, that'll do it. That'll do it. It doesn't have the latest uh, virus software. So, there you go. Let me just say, that explosion was better than um, that death match on uh, AEW. That's never going to fucking not be a thing. How <laughs> poor the fucking... Dude, that thing went off like the fucking snakes and sparklers fucking scene in Joe Dirt. Oh, are you talking about... Was that Omega and um, Moxley? Yeah. 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 That was awful. But next we had Vlad Bladder versus Pubic Moose. And Vlad Bladder won. Now, this is the part of the show where I got the most excited about as someone who used to follow Pro Wrestling Blitz back in the day. Um, After the match, Billy Wack came out with a briefcase. It was like a suitcase. But what was in it? It was the Hot Potato Championship. So for those of you who are unfamiliar with the Hot Potato Championship, let me explain it. It... It is a championship for the person with the worst record and the person who has lost the quickest. And both times, that's been pubic moose. So, what, it's been revamped slightly since the days of Pro Wrestling Blitz. There's a lot of new trinkets on there, including a CM Punk air freshener, which got a lot of booze. Of course it did. Um, a cassette tape of Miso Horny. 
and a rubber chicken. Did they steal that from Grim? Who knows? He had a rubber chicken. It was a little different from Grin's rubber chicken. But after intermission, Pubic Moose came out again to try to convince Billy Wack to take back the Hot Potato Championship. And Billy Wack explained to him, you have to beat somebody in order to to, uh, lose it. And that person that you beat will become the new hot potato champion. So it could be anybody at any time. Exactly. And he was sent off with a the official hot potato championship music and Titantron. Perfect. Next we had Jordan Cross versus Business Puppy. Now, Jordan Cross made clear that the last show he defeated Pubic Moose and uh, that he was getting ready to put down Business Puppy, who said that he was going to make Jordan Cross his bitch. Hmm. And Jordan Cross defeated Business Puppy. After the match, Jordan Cross took the mic and said that he is intending to destroy the prize if he wins it. But after this, we had Danger Mask. Two new debuts. We had Danger Mask versus Nolan the fucking wizard. And what a fucking wizard he was. That was a From bad the mystical answer. mountains of Manuka, as he was filled from. God damn, perfect. Danger Mask started bashing the Chicagoland area, bashing ketchup on hot dogs, and Malort. Well, Malort deserves it. I agree. That is some real harsh shit. But don't tell, wait, don't tell, uh, don't tell Thomas Foolery I said that. You stay away from the hot, uh, ketchup on hot dogs. Uh, you know, I, I have a soft spot for that. I, I like ketchup on hot dogs. The look Travis what just wrong with you? I knew that was coming. I'm from the suburbs. I'm allowed to like it. No, you're not. That's even worse. I was actually born in the city. I don't know what that's. I'm says. allowed to like what I like. No, no. I don't America, like any of that. Travis. No, America. I don't like. I don't like relish. I don't like mustard. He doesn't relish. I'll put. I'll, I'll put some cheese. Cheese on. Absolutely not. No onion. Ha! <laughs> hey. Hey, is this, like, what happens with me? Yeah, you get to experience your side of that shit. Oh, that, that's fun. That was, that was like rude. That. <laughs> Dude, I would never do that to you. Chicago style or chili dogs, man? You don't fucking put ketchup on shit. Yes, you do. Oh, God, that's I fucking can't. horrifying. Do you eat corn dogs? Yes. Put ketchup on corn dogs? I actually dip it in the corn, uh, ketchup. Hmm. Dip corn dogs in the corn. I would now that's just nasty. That does sound nasty. <laughs> you know what sounds interesting though? Now that I think about it, I've never tried it, but I kinda wanna do that. What about uh any Lotes corn dog? Never heard of her. Have you ever heard of Elotes? No. 
Uh, you ever heard of Mexican street corn? Yeah. That's what your love taste is. Oh, wow. But you put, like, the, the seasoning and the sauce and the cheese and everything on a fucking corn dog. We're learning things today on JFW. Oh, I got to see if that's a real thing. Anyways, go ahead. Sorry. So, in any case, Nolan the fucking wizard defeated Danger <laughs> Fuck yeah, he did. With what? Codebreaker. Fuck yeah, it is. He's still staying away from that 450, huh? I th- I'd say he was. He was avoiding it. Um, we had Obake the shapeshifter, a new person, a new super wrestler, going up against Ryor, who came to the ring urging people that he's in the 11th hour of the fate of his homeworld of Crossturnia. Uh, and his win tonight matters for him to get the prize so he can go back and save. Now... Obake used a very Freddy Kruegerish claw to sap the powers out of Ryor. Now, Ryor, or Obake, was kind of dressed in ninja garb before. You can only see his eyes. But then he pulls down the face part of it to be revealed to be Ryor's brother, Rydal, who came from the swamps, adopted by his father. It was his father's bastard child. So his half-brother. And he implied that their father and their mother may be in... uh, Something bad has happened to them, and it might be Rydal's fault. The match went to a no contest after Rydal stormed away from a very bewildered and confused Ryor. He vowed revenge for his mother and his father and looks for what to do. Because it looks like everything that's gone wrong on Crossturnia, the role may be on Rydal. And then we had the main event for the prize. Shogun. Versus Destructo. And at one point, the ref gets knocked down. And Destructo and Madame Shatter get the prize and try to destroy it. But then the alien overlord that's running this whole Super Wrestlers came on the screen and urged him to not do that. But as a punishment for Destructo trying to destroy the prize, he gave, they gave Shogun his powers back. And after that, Shogun came back and won the prize. After the match, Shogun, after running off Destructo, made sure that the band could play the Super Wrestlers theme in full without any worry about Madame Shatter. And that was Super Wrestler Strike Back. The next show is December 10th at the Concord Music Hall. And you know I will be there. How does how does fucking um, Dave West have a North American Championship opportunity at ARW? You mean Indiana State? Whatever. Who gives a shit? I don't know. 
You know, he is a friend of uh, Chavez. Judas. No, I didn't. That's insane. Anyways, sounds like a great show. Uh, You said December 10th? December 10th. Sunday, December 10th. Same place? Same place. Same same super wrestler place. Same super wrestler time. Same super wrestler channel. Wait Wait to make it sound stupid. It was amazing. Awesome. IPW. Sure, I, I wasn't. Uh, I wasn't able to be there. Both of you were. Tell me about it. So it was pretty neat. It okay, was. Well, tell me about it. Tell All me right. About it. Well, it was talk- kind of off the rail, off the rails a bit, but I there's one person to blame for that. Uh, question is, was I missed? Yep. I missed you. You missed Smiley McGee. Oh yeah. Get the fuck about that. I missed you. I'm okay. He's like, I'm I okay missed him, him, and then he had this big grin on his face as he said it. I'm so sad. <clears throat> anyway, IPW, Damien Saint was the host. And at the beginning of the show, his first action as the host was to make the workhorses Steve's babysitter. So the entire show, the workhorses sat behind Steve and watched his every move and made sure that he didn't insert himself or involve himself and anything that took place, any shenanigans that took place. What what is with what what is with Steve at IPW? It seems like no matter what fucking host they have, they always end up finding somebody who's gonna fuck with Steve. I mean, this Damien Saint, the same guy who made him stand at commentary for all those months, so it's not that much of a surprise. What's with these, actually, what's with these certain hosts not putting the workhorses in a trio's tag match? Why are they not defending their titles? Is there even a trio's to, uh, for them to go up against? We can put anybody together and they can take them out. That's true. Well, you just have to be, uh, maybe, well, maybe when DLIM ever becomes host of IPW, they'll, uh, they'll put together a trios for him. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. It's under consideration. IPW. <laughs> well, we would definitely entertain the offer. Well? Well? But after, uh, Saint made the workhorse of Steve's babysitter. Joey Dalton came to the ring to express his frustration, but also he mentioned it was his birthday. So the crowd sang happy birthday to Joey Dalton, which was cut off. And Joey Dalton tried to express his frustration, saying that he didn't get a rematch for the title, the way that the hardcore match went down for the second city title at the last show. Damien Saint tried to get him to get out of the ring. Uh, referee Christian Torrijan came down and attempted to get him out of the ring. Joey Dalton was very, very annoyed with this. Started shoving Christian. Christian actually shoved back and ripped his ref shirt off. In the first match of the show was referee Christian Torrijan versus Joey Dalton. Now... Joey Dalton really did his best to keep 
Christian down. Christian did come back with some stuff, and it was pretty impressive, some of the stuff that Christian was able to do. You don't usually see a referee in the ring. Uh-huh. He put up a decent wait, fight. Wait, what? Usually you don't see a referee in the ring? Ah, well, we, we there's a nubby in the ring. And I believe another referee was on this card who was also a wrestler. That is true. And we'll get to him shortly. Her, him? Her, shortly, as well. Boom, nubbied. Ha <laughs> <laughs> that's the name of the episode. God. Write that down. Uh, you know what, I've been, uh, it, it's been brought to my attention that a lot of our, uh, episode names have Nubby or Turtle in it. They do. Like a lot of them. And I was like, fuck no, I went back and, yeah. <laughs> a lot of them do. Well, <laughs> Nubby's the bus driver. <laughs> yeah, Nubby's the bus three driver belts. Too. Yeah. Oh, uh, it's our talk. show. We can do what we want. Right. Who the hell is any way to tell us how to run our show? That's right. Yeah, now Fuck I'm some 12-year-old trying to fucking tell me how to run my live streams. Treated. Boom, 12-year-olded. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's not be let's not be three grown men saying that, okay? <laughs> yeah, maybe not. That didn't really... That's yeah. Not. Anyway, yeah, well, let's move on. Yeah, let's, let's move the fuck on here, bud. Yeah. Moving right along from that. What the fuck? Oh, <laughs> uh, you just got you just uh, provided more ammo for Tom. Thanks. I didn't think all of that through. Yeah, clearly, he did not. I definitely did not. Uh, but Joey uh, Dalton defeated uh, Ref Christian and started beating Christian down after the match. But who was in the crowd? But uh, Quinn Wittick. And Quinn comes down to Christian's defense. And, uh, they wound up beating down Joey Dalton. And Quinn told everybody that it was also Ref Christian's birthday. So, we're saying happy birthday in full to Ref Christian. Next, we had a qualifier for the medallion tournament. Uh, there was a bit of a... A scuffle backstage. I don't know if you saw what exactly happened, Nubby, but I heard there was a lot of banging, yelling, and screaming, and my leg! I heard of my leg somewhere. What happened backstage? Uh. Well, you know whose opponent was supposed to be, right? Supposed to be Cash Money Corey McHenry. Need I say more? In any case, D'Angelo Steele defeated Corey McHenry based on an unfortunate circumstances of a countout. We then had another medallion tournament qualifier of undeniable Nick Diamond versus Gustavo, which Nick Diamond won in advanced. We then had Jay Thunder versus J.R. Lindsay. And Thunder defeated J.R. Lindsay, which then led to Motivation Mike, a.k.a. Mike from State Farm, as Steve called him, and the Bro Bros beating down Jay Thunder after the match. Steve was held down by the workhorses while trying to save Jay Thunder, and they kept going after Jay Thunder's arm. Now, saying let the chaos go on for a little long, 
and then eventually got himself in the ring, physically involved, yelling at all of them to get out of his building and get out of the show. It was really, really tense. Where was, uh, was Turtle at during this beatdown? Where were you, Turtle? Well, me and Rian actually came out. You missed that, didn't you? I remembered that now. <laughs> I drank, now you I remember. I was drinking. <laughs> we had a, well, see, here's the thing, and I'm pretty sure Steve is going to say something about it on the Power Hour. Um, when me and Rian came out, we had to make a decision. Do we go to Jay Thunder, who was just injured, or do we go after uh, go help Steve and deal with the workhorses? Well, I chose Jay Thunder because he was the one that was down, you know, with an injured arm. So Rian moseyed his way over to the workhorses, but it was one of those situations where he had a pick your poison, if you will. I'm sure I'll hear about it. Yeah, you chose poorly there, Nubsters. Well, it depends on who you talk to. Right? Yeah, sure. Right. I mean, Pac- Jay Thunder. Pac-Man, you make the right choice? I think he did the best he could do with the information he was given. That's what I asked you. Do, do you believe he made the he right choice? He had the informational liaison, so of course. They did the best they could do with the well, information they were given. Now what I asked you, did he make the right choice? And checking on Jay Thunder instead of helping Steve. Well, they did go after Jay Thunder and his arm. And I could tell he was really struggling to get out of the ring. Uh, because they really went after Jay Thunder's arm. Which we'll talk a little bit more about later. So you don't want to answer the question. Well, I mean, it, it was it was a difficult situation. Okay, and apparently somehow this is a difficult question. It was a difficult... I wouldn't know what to do in that circumstance. Clearly, you just sat there and watched. I'm a fan. I know my role. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to get in anybody's face or anything. That's true. You're not a professional. You're a professional drinker and you paid a ticket, so... Hell yeah, I am. Look, Jay Thunder's my tag team partner. I had to attend him. His, you know, he won the match, so right. he went to the finals, so he needed the medical attention. Medical attention is more important than somebody, you know, having some kind of fight with idiots, so... It was it a scary situation. So, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, it, it, it is a very, very difficult situation. So, you did the best you could, Nubby. But then we and have besides, your match now. Besides, besides, probably not going to be the first we're going to hear about, you know, no one coming to Steve's aid on this show. But, carry on. Oh, by the way, uh, real quick, side note, uh, all outs also this weekend. We got to do predictions before we end the show, so go ahead. Super. Okay. So we have next for the IPW Tag Team Championship, the Booze Brothers versus Nubby, the Amazing Turtle, and the real deal Rion Skills. Can you feel it? 
Well, you one of you guys accidentally punched the other at one point. So both of you guys eventually felt it because one of you guys got a receipt for it. And you know what? When we get, when we get to that part of the match, let's ask Travis who did what. I like that. Picasso. But it started out as, as a standard tag match. It was. But midway through, as Sean Danger started getting in the ring, stumbling in the ring, Damian Saint decided to make it a tornado tag match, which Rion was very gleeful about and went right after Sean Danger. Yeah, he did. But well, well, let's backtrack a little bit. During the, you know, normal match, Sean Danger surprised me with an arm drag. I didn't see that one coming. You look very shocked in the ring. I was shell shocked. Shocked, you say? Shocked. About to get shell shocked. And then he tried to give me a waist lock, lift me up, but that that didn't work. Yeah, yeah. So it was then I carried him to his own corner and told Diesel to get in the ring, make the tag. And then that's where Saint came in and made it a tornado tag. Yep, and then all hell broke loose. It was insane. Rion and Sean Danger brawled around the ring side. You and Diesel were going back and forth in the ring. Even did a high cross body. That was a thing of beauty. But some slice. I threw some slices in there too. There were three slices, I believe. There were. I kept three slices. I kept count. In my seats, I yelled, one, two. And then and then Smiley's like, what, what comes after two? And I said, three. <laughs> but then it happened. The question of whether or not Rion and Turtle could coexist. And there were a couple of potential close calls where you guys started, got really close to accidentally hitting one another. Now, is this the part where we asked Travis who he thinks uh, hit first? Yeah. Travis, how'd you think it went down? I don't know. Tell me what fucking happened. What happened, Nubby? Do you want me to take a guess? Do you want me to like, just... Okay, how about guess? this? Um... Uh, I'm going to guess Rion was going to go strike one of the fucking uh, drunkards, and right before he hit him, dude passed the fuck out for being drunk, and he struck Nubby. Is that what happened? Well, you got most of that, right? Okay, so tell me what happened, and then ask me what you want, what you're asking me then. How do you, how do you want to go about this, sir? <laughs> well, you kind of well, you answered the second part by answering the first part, right? So, Rian accidentally punched me. Okay. And then, now in my mind, I guess I was pissed. I wanted yeah. to hit him, but Rian was the one that told me to go ahead and get it out of my system. Oh, he asked you to hit him back. Yes. Gotcha, okay. So I hit him back, 
And then I went after Danger. Danger moved. He did his thing, and my head hit the corner, so I was knocked the fuck out. Rest of the match. And Rian, more or less, got took the fall. Almost made the save, but I wasn't in the time. I'm being accused of, you know, not getting there on time on purpose, but taking a shot from Rian and then taking a turnbuckle knocked me through. So, so the it, so it's question I'm being asked is, do I believe you didn't get there in time on purpose? No. So, see, this is, you forget things. The question originally was, who hit who first on accident and who was the one that hit back? That was the original question, but and like I and you had it right. You actually oh. had the you answered the second question oh. by answering the first one right. Oh, okay. I think you guys were asking if it was like because fucking nobody's not gonna hit anyone on accident. And if anyone does get hit on accident, the only way it could possibly be an accident is if somebody ducked out of the way. Which I'm guessing it was Sean Danger. And if it was Sean Danger, he's not ducking out of the way of anything. He's passing the fuck out. Well, these are tracks. Okay, so at a 50-50 shot. Got it wrong. Um, I mean, I'm going to assume everything that happened was an accident and unintentional, except for you hitting Rion, but that's because he asked you to do it as a receipt or a, um, you know, make it a square. Uh, kind of goofy to do that in the middle of a match, but yeah, um, I kind of regret it because maybe if I didn't hit him back at that moment, yeah. we probably could have won the tag titles. But yeah. oh, so I, I guess I was, right, I was emotional. So, yeah, so I was right last week. Your emotions cost yourself a fucking title. There we go. But called it, called it last Monday, Nubby. Called it last fucking Monday. But let's be fair. Diesel tracks is not that tall, so how can you not see me behind them? I think you guys are the same height, right? We might be, but I, so, you could still see me behind the guy. So yeah, so if he was going to go hit diesel tracks, and diesel tracks got out of the way, and you guys, your faces are at the same height level, and he was going straight into a, I mean, I don't know. Does IPW no. release their uh, their matches on uh, online? No, I don't believe so. No, well, then I got no physical proof of this. Then I have to go based on the accounts of Rian accidentally hit you because Rian doesn't seem like the kind of person who's going to lie about his actions. If he's going to do something, he's going to do it. Um, again, I I think I think the part that uh, I think the downfall to the match was. Him saying, go ahead and hit me, or go ahead, sir, hit me with one. Or however he said it. Um, you probably could have been the bigger man and say, hey, let's worry about this after we win the titles, but you probably never gave it a second thought and struck him. I thought about it. There was a, mm. a bit of uh, hesitation. Yeah. Yeah. That tag team was doomed from the beginning. Doomed. Well, we didn't put that match together. 
No, no, you, you know, you didn't. And, uh, yeah, it's unfortunate, man. We we're all excited for, uh, Turtle three titles and we still just got Turtle one title, which isn't bad. 100, 135 days. Um, uh, yeah. Scott Steiner. Scott Steiner, man. Is he right? He is correct. Oh. I confirmed. Um, but Nubby, it looks like you exchanged some words with the general manager, Damian Saint, after the match. Oh, I did. Because, you know, I'm, okay, so we lost the match, right? Now, I'm I'm trying to just get, get my bearings back. I was given Rian his title. I, went, I wanted to go help him up. But Damian Saint, for some reason, couldn't hold his tits and um, wanted the next match to start. Like, he couldn't wait for us to get out of the ring after we just had a match. I mean, he doesn't know what that's like. So, he can't wait for us to, you know, the real men in the ring to get out and then start the next match. I mean, I mean I'm going to address this event, like, very soon. Uh-huh. For the public to see. But, yeah, he could. So I'm like, yeah, I know what it's like to be a champion. And if you want, I'll just shove this belt up your ass. If you want to be impatient like that. We just got our asses beat. We just ha- did something worthwhile. You know, we did the hard part while you sat in your ass. So. Hey, you, uh. When did you win that title? In April. April again. Spring break. You know, 135 days ago. That's all I'm make sure. I'm just trying to figure it out if that if 135 is right, but it's got to be right. Well, what was it last week? Well, 128. But I mean, you guys were the ones doing the math, so I wanted to make sure it wasn't fucked up. What's it going to be uh, on the ninth? No, I don't math good. Uh, was that 11 days from now? No, 12 days from now? Um, so 147? 147. I do math good. He's good at math. 2 plus 2 equals 4. But you so know what else is on the 4th? Uh, what's on the 4th? The Rocket Pro Wrestling JFW Fall Brawl Preview Live Stream from 10 to noon on Podbean. What the hell words were you saying? I, I did a 2 plus 2 segue about 2 plus 2 equals 4, but the 4th is the, the live stream. That was a good segue. I'm getting good at segues. Can't ride one, though. Speaking of segues. Oh. I don't have a real, I don't have a real one, but I'm just telling you to go back to IPW. Yeah. What happened? What happened uh, after Damien Saint had uh, a fit in the temper tantrum? We had the next match, which was, or actually no, we had. Yeah, we did have the next match. We had TW three versus Hot Rod Daddy Andy and a medallion tournament qualifier. And TW3 defeated Hot Rod in a very, very competitive match. But after this, the workhorses forced Steve to drink his Heineken. 
they made him, they forced drank him, his Heineken, held him down. So undignified of them. But after this, we had Brittany K versus RVP. And solid, solid matchup. Very, very solid matchup. Both women demonstrated a lot of power throughout. A lot of both of them. Well, Brittany K in her debut as a wrestler trying to make a name for herself within IPW. Uh-huh. Had RVP up against the ropes at points. Real, real tough position. But at the end of the day, RVP defeated Brittany K. Now, we next had the fatal four way of Jay Thunder versus TW3 versus Nick Diamond. Versus D'Angelo Steele. And we had, it started out as a regular fatal four-way. And D'Angelo Steele was talking a lot to somebody named Rachel. Who was Rachel? Let me tell you who Rachel was. It was what he now calls the Second City Championship. He can now talk to the belt, apparently. It tells him. Named the belt Rachel. He named the belt Rachel. Perfect. Eventually, as the match went on, general manager guy, nine months in a row, host of IPW, Damian Saint, uh, made the match an elimination-style match. And... Jay Thunder was eliminated first, taken out by both Nick Diamond and D'Angelo Steele, who started teaming up to try to whittle it down. Uh, Steele then got eliminated by TW3. And then we had Nick Diamond versus TW3. And Nick Diamond is now the holder of the medallion which now gives him the right to cash in on any title in IPW. And if he successfully cashes in that championship opportunity the first time, he'll be able to cash it in for a second time. So Nick Simon. Except for the league title, I believe that is still a thing. That is not go for it. I see. Okay. Then... After the match, Steve had seemingly offered a symbol of friendship to the workhorses, said he appreciated spending time with them, and they bought him a beer. But then, in a moment that made me as an LIM proud, he did like his best great Muda impression, but with his Heineken, and spit beer in the face of the workhorses, who then proceeded to beat down Steve. And then your main event of Kid Lat versus Damian Gray for the league championship. Was it ever discussed what happened with C Red? Nothing has been talked about. Gotcha. Okay. I asked fans around, I asked people, nobody seems to have answers. Gotcha. Okay. But 
Damien Saint came into the ring and expressed, you know, camaraderie with Damien Gray, being that he is on his Rocket Pro roster, and decided to give the match a special guest referee. And it turned out to be the rock star Johnny Nye. Throughout the match, you could see that Johnny Nye hesitated quite a bit at points with some of his counts. Some of his counts were a little faster than others. But at the same time, he said he was going to call it right down the middle and fair and square. Gray at one point tries to bring the bat in the ring after trying everything on Kid Lad, who was incredibly resilient and did get quite a few near falls on the champion. He eventually brings, Gray eventually brings in the bat into play. Now, after Johnny Nye took the bat away from him, it's like, okay, fair enough, I'll let you call this match. Nye's back was turned, and Damian Gray hit Kid Lat with a low blow and hit him with his lariat. And Johnny Nye counted the three, but realized that Damian Gray had some shenanigans in play. He Gray demanded that Johnny Nye hand him his belt, and he hit. Damian Gray wound up hitting Damian Gray with the belt. Now, Johnny Nye then went to go pick up Kid Lat, try to help him up on his feet, and was able to help him up and get the crowd behind him, even in this, even with his loss. But then, out of nowhere, took out Kid Lat to end the show. And that was IPW. So it's fair to say that the show had its ups and downs. Sure did. I still say the JFW co-hosts were the better hosts of IPW. I think so. I think we're the most impartial. Yeah, we and we made sure everything was there. Every everything went, you know, smooth. Saint seemed to have lost his shit. He lost control. Now, if if he lost control of a very small show, what makes you think he won't lose control of Rocket Pro? Oh no, he won't lose control of Rocket Pro, man. He'll be fine. And we'll see. Well. In, uh, what did we say? 15 days? 13 or, uh, days? 12. Same thing. Uh, difference of two. That's right. I did math. <laughs> I math good. <laughs> Alright, so, uh, we got Power Entertainment coming up this weekend. Is that, is that the only show that we know of going on this weekend, or is that the only show this weekend? That's the only show I know of. So, POW returns Saturday, September 2nd, back at the Legion, 703 North Route 12 in Fox Lake. This is the road to Wrestle Rage. Yeah, what the fuck is the Wrestle Rage 21, 22? This will be 21. 
Now, can the, you drink? The, the big one was 20, which had SCW on it. That's true. All right. Doors open at 6 p.m. Bell time is 7 p.m. Front row seats are available in advance by uh, PayPal link <coughs> on their Facebook page. Um, general mission tickets are available in advance for $15 by using the link as well, or $20 at the door. This show is featuring a one-night eight-man tournament. And the winner of this tournament gets a POW heavyweight title match at Russell Rage. Oh, hi, Steve. Hi, Steve. Main event, Steve. Would you like to hear the first round matchups? You know, Turtle, doesn't matter if you uh, tell me the first round or you don't tell me the first round. All that matters is the final round, and I'll do my best to be in it. <sighs> Remove glasses. Yeah, go ahead, man. <laughs> All right. In the first round. Oh, I love you, Steve. <laughs> first, it'll be Jimmy Blaze taking on Kazile. The winner of that match will take on the winner of Hunter Payne versus Logan Steele. Can you imagine Jimmy Blaze versus Hunter Payne in this tournament? I mean, I, I kind of, I, I could. I mean, I guess because of their agreement, not really, but I mean, we've seen it a few times between, you know, during the war. But you're putting a lot of stock in Jimmy Blaze getting through the tournament, man. True. I have, blood, I have high hopes for that guy. But then yeah. again, he did, he did lose to Johnny Chaos. Dude, it is Kazile, man. Yeah, and he's got a bigger fork. Yeah. I don't know. And, you know, same thing with Hunter, too, man. I mean, yeah, solid fucking dude. Obviously, you know, we've seen it over and over. But, I, you know, Logan Steele's not going to be out there by himself. No. Because you want to know who's going to be in his corner? Uh, Hedford. Yeah. Yeah, the little that little bitch. Were you the one? Were you the one that told yeah. me that uh, Logan Steele's undefeated in POW right now because of Hepburn? Yeah, yeah, yeah three and zero ever since he's been with Hepburn. It was brought to my attention by Logan Steele on social media. Then the other ma- other first round match, we got Eric Freedom taking on another. Uh, Hepburn guy in Tyler Sullivan. The winner of that match will take on either Mattel Valentine or GQ. And then for the POW Heavyweight Championship, it'll be Moondog Murray, the champion, taking on Meat Hooks O'Bannon. Who will go to Russell Rage 21 to face the champion? Any guesses? Any guesses? Any guesses? In that tournament? In that tournament. 
Kazile. I think I think it's his time, man. What about you, Pac-Man? Say Jimmy Blaze. Of course you will, you fucking mug. I'm going with Mattel Valentine. That was, you know, that was going to be my guess, but that, I don't know. I think it's like fucking Gazelle. I think is he? We, he's proven it, especially in the uh, uh, match against Mercer, where he lost his title, which is not a good example. But I mean, he's going. He's willing to do whatever it takes to, uh, you know, keep a championship, potentially win a championship. So. I don't know. I mean, obviously, he has to get through Jimmy Blaze. He has to get through fucking uh, Hunter Payne, Steele, Mattel Valentine, and all of them. Um, but I don't know. I mean, what what the hell is that group that Effort has? They're called the Shitheads. I don't know. Like that. I don't remember. Either way, remember. Acid, Acid Jazz is in that group, and Acid Jazz has the keys to the city, or kingdom, or whatever the fuck it's called. He does right now. He does, yeah. So, I mean, I don't think this tournament really fucking matters to them when loses. You know, if you win, you get an easier access to get the championship, but even then, if you lose the championship, there's a key in there that gives you another title shot. Uh-huh. It's true. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, uh, that is Power Entertainment this Saturday, September 2nd at the Legion, American Legion Post, 703 North Route 12 in Fox Lake. Doors, 6 p.m., bell, 7 p.m., front row, $20 in advance by the link on the Facebook. General mission, 15 in advance using the link as well on Facebook. Otherwise, it's $20 at the door. Don't miss the hottest ticket in town. Salt. Uh, all right. What else have we got? Uh, Dave, we just got all the predictions for all uh, of them. Uh, there's only five right now. Again, if you see any more matches pop up, just let it, you know, put it in the chat and we'll make the predictions and shit because right now they only got the five. Singles match for the AEW TNT Championship. Luchasaurus with Christian Cage versus Darby Allen. I picked Darby Allen. What about you, Nubby? Luchasaurus. Pac Man. I'm going to say Luchasaurus. Come on, Penn. Fucking work. There we go. So we both want Lucha. 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 Come on, I fucking bought you fucking pens for a reason. God. Okay. Singles match. Miro versus Powerhouse Hobbs. Nubby? Miro. Pac-Man? I'm going to say Miro. I'm going Powerhouse. Uh, Chris Statlander versus Ruby Soho for the AEW TBS Championship. Pac-Man? Statlander. Uh, I went Soho. What about you, Nubby? Uh, Statlander. Okay. Uh, singles match for the AEW International Championship. When the fuck did this become a thing? Oh, June 8th. God, I don't fucking remember it. Um... 
This one might be a little bit tricky to predict because uh, it looks like Orange Cassidy is going to defend a title against Penta before this uh, Sunday. So it's John Moxley taking on either Cassidy or Penta, depending on who will be champion by that time. For me, either way, I'm picking Moxley. I got Cassidy either way. Back, man. I'm going to say Moxley, and he will bleed. Yeah, you see that fucking spot with those skewers? I can't stand that shit. Dumb, yeah. Uh, Kenny Omega versus Kanasuki Takashida with Don Callis. Uh, Nubby? Omega. Pac-Man? I'm going to say Kenny. Uh, I want Omega, too. Are we going to predict who CM Punk's going to fight with backstage this year? At this show? Yeah. Uh, Him and Perry both are not going to be at this show because of that fight. There's so many conflicting reports about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the yeah. way I see it is if even if Perry started it, Punk is not doing anything to really make himself look good. So that's why I always will always lean towards Punk starting it because he always he always says something stupid. Somebody to get because it's easy to get pissed off by him. Well, yeah, it's because he, he feels he's entitled to say what he wants. Right. I mean, I get it. You if if it's about you know he's giving advice and the kid's not taking it and being shitty about it. Fine, maybe you have a point, but I don't. I don't think someone's going to be shitty to punk on purpose like no. that. No one wants to hear him bitch. Nobody. They just want him gone, but they're not going to fucking let hear him bitch either. Uh, now I get it. There are people that I know that like him still, and that's fine. Great, cool. I mean, as whatever. I'm not going to hold that against you, but you just—it's hard to really get on that guy's side. It really is. Love his work. Love his in-ring work. Love his promos. Great in the ring. But as a man, as a person, he's still showing how shitty he is. I've heard great things about CM Punk, but I haven't heard anything good about Phil Brooks. Yep. I mean, with me, the thing is, it's like, okay, we saw what happened last year with Brawl Out. And then we saw some of the other fights that happened before that in the backstage drama. Now, you would think that, like, as a boss, having this history here that Tony Khan would take charge and basically tell the guys to knock the shit off. But, like, this is constant. You never hear about this stuff in WWE. Well, I think the, I think the difference in WWE and AEW is when you look at WWE, there's one man at the top that makes every decision, and... He knows he has a roster full of people that if one person fucks up, he doesn't fucking need them. You look at AEW and you get people, and I think a lot of it had to do with the initial dispute between Omega, the Bucks, and Punk, and the whole, like, you know, they're, even though, like, you know, the Bucks and Omega are, you know, wrestlers, they're still executives of the company. So when you give so, when you give somebody too much power, they'll wield the fuck out of it. 
You know, you see it all over fucking wrestling. It's been proven. Both in shoot and both in work. You know, there's always there's always a moment where a character is given power to where they take advantage of it. SCW happened a lot with fucking Gino, who became the Sentinel, who became the general manager of SCW, eventually the commissioner. He let that power go to his head. The professor, who used to be known as Keist, who used to be the president of SCW, that shit went to his head. We're seeing that with Terry now, where, you know, he got, you know, president, you know, even though he's trying to be level-headed, is challenging the SCW champion to a fight. There's power that's, that's wielded in, in work and storyline, but that just still happens in real life. And it happens more in AEW than anything because they have too much fucking ego because of the control and power that they're given. In WWE, yep. like, you don't have that. Now, and that's, you know, the, you know, Vince is at the top. You know, as much as we hate the fact that he's still there, I mean, that's how Diddy has always been. And if you don't fucking like it and want to leave, fine, leave. There's another guy right there in NXT who's ready to come up and take your spot. AEW doesn't really have that shit. And they don't I want think- to lose fucking Punk. You know, that, I think their contract's a little more guaranteed and shit. It's like, do you want to lose Punk and owe him all that fucking money or just deal with his bullshit until people are tired of seeing him? But when are people going to be tired of seeing CM Punk? I don't know, but... It- the thing is, like, someone said it on Facebook that they need Punk. They don't need him. They never needed him. He was just, okay, yeah, he maybe drew in some money. Yeah, his debut, uh, United Center, great. Packed the house. But ever since then, they never needed him. No. They have all the talent. Bringing all these people from the independents was working. Then you brought the cancer into the company. Now, granted, there might at the Young Bucks. It seems like they they shouldn't be in charge. And yeah, maybe they do instigate a little bit. But again, you knew this was going to happen. Mm-hmm. So, Punk isn't needed. He's a, he's really not that much of a draw. So that's just me. No, I agree with you. He just. I mean, it was nice when he fucking first came back after, what, seven years or whatever the fuck it was, but times have changed. He hasn't. No, he hasn't. I thought he did. I thought he really changed. I thought maybe being with um, AJ would have helped, but he didn't. No. How's she still putting up with his ass? I'll never know. She should be with me. Because... <laughs> uh, one week from tonight, uh, Pac-Man said it earlier, we are live streaming a uh, match card rundown and interviews for Rocket Pro Wrestling. Uh, doing it over on Podbean, just like we do the SCW uh, post-show interviews and stuff. This is going to be a pre-show for... I uh, can't believe it's already fucking coming up. I know, right? So quick. I, 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 I just remember us, it, it seems like, within the last couple of weeks, talking about the season finale, and now we're here on the season premiere of Rocket Pro. So, uh, next Saturday, Rocket Pro Wrestling is obviously uh, happening. Yep, fall but, brawl. But next Monday, uh, live stream. Uh, so make sure you guys check it out. The event is up on uh, our Facebook page, Just Freak Wrestling, the Jump Podcast. 
Uh, I believe it's posted on Rocket Pro stuff somewhere. I, I really don't know. I don't look a lot on social media nowadays. I worry about mine compared to other people's. So I'm sure it's up there because if not, that'd be stupid. So. Yep. 10 a.m. to noon, right? 10 p.m. Yeah. 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 And then we're still going to do our regular weekly shows. We'll still have our show uh, as well. Yeah, that, that'll, that'll be released that evening, too. We'll try to get both shows out that day. So uh, make sure you guys tune into that. Make sure you are signed up on Podbean so you can be part of the live stream and you are following us over there as well as following us anywhere on social media, whether it be Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Uh, Pac-Man and uh, Turtle will uh, be uh, doing a majority of the interviews because they're Rocket Pro people, and uh, I'm just there to be there. I think you said, uh, do you say Gabagool's going to moderate that? Gabagool, Smiley McGee will moderate. Awesome. Cool. So we'll have both of them in the chat. Or actually, Gabagool, I got to check on Smiley said he could do it. Okay. Awesome. Well, the LIM can help out. Awesome. That's appreciated. Um, I don't know. You guys got anything else you want to share or talk about as far as wrestling? What's, what we got for next week besides, uh, Rocket Pro? Uh, I believe ARW is also the same night yeah. with Rocket Pro. You know, next next well, if we're doing the live stream next week, then we really don't got to cover Rocket Pro on the Monday regular show. No, I mean we can probably discuss what happened on the live stream. That's about it. No, we don't need to do that. We don't do that for Southland. It'll be fine. I, I don't want to discuss them because I want people to listen to it, man. Don't give me a clip, man. <laughs> okay, you got you there, Nubby. Come on now. Why do you think I only talk about a small part of the Lovely Intoxicated podcast? I don't want to give it all away. You gotta have everybody watch that. So next week might be a lighter Monday night show, so maybe we could uh, finally book our uh, our uh, quote unquote fantasy uh, show. Our bookings. Yeah, because if, if we do the Rocket Pro live stream, then that means next week all we got is a uh, ARW, then right? Yeah. 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 So and Paul results. Well, you know how that goes. Okay, if we get one. Well. So, cool. All right, awesome. So we'll book, uh, we'll book our own shit uh, next week, too. So, awesome. Uh, is there anything else? Is that it? That's uh, easy eat. Oh, that's uh, all I got. I'm going to ask uh, Scott Steiner. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, I, I'm just going to let you know I'm asking Scott Steiner if he listens to JFW this weekend when I'm at StarCast. Just want to throw that in there. <laughs> Well, if he doesn't make it to the live stream on Monday, we know why. (laughs) You going to get on video? Maybe. (laughs) Please. Uh, Speaking of people who can fuck themselves, um, Power Hour this Tuesday. Make sure you guys check that out. Billy Wack's going to be on it. Which Billy Wack doesn't have to fuck himself because he's a genius. Oh, I didn't say he had to. I mean, you guys can play it any way you want. I mean, just pick one. I just wanted to... I know how people think they'll they'll hear something. They'll think I told Billy Wack to fuck himself, right? Yeah. So I'm just trying to, you know. I'll tell you what, if Billy Wack doesn't listen to the JFW podcast, and he's gonna have to. I don't. I, I listen, man. I just created the rule, and people, everyone else is fucking pushing it forward. Right. It, it, it could have died a long fucking time ago, but people love it. So I know Steve listens. I know Rachel listens. I know fucking uh, C Red listened. Rion listens. Everyone over there listens. But if Billy Wack does not listen to JFW podcast, then him, along with everyone else who doesn't listen, can fuck themselves. 
I, I now, know here's the thing. What about um, Hulk Hogan? Fuck himself. But here's the thing. He has a great elbow drop. <laughs> Zoe, you guys talk about? I forgot all about that. Thanks. Zoe, Zoe, you fucking talk about? You talk about my shit? Wait, you actually remember fucking that up? Spell freak. <laughs> F R E A K. I like how you emphasize the E, even though it's the R you miss, but cool. I almost forgot the E. God. You know I can still change the fucking match for Rustatopia, man. I know. That's why I'm stopping. I am. Better. You know, wait. You know who does listen to the show but can still go fuck himself? Who's that? Who's that? Benny Boggess. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, and, 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 uh, and the workhorses. Oh, yeah. yeah. And Jude. And Chavez. Yeah. Alright, uh, we're running out of time, so uh, yeah, now officially, that's all I got. I believe we can ring the bell on this episode. Perfect! As always, I am Travis Day. I am Nubby, the Amazing Turtle, Kawabunga. And I am PX Pac-Man, the podcast papa. Shut up, Santino! And thank you for listening to another episode of Just Big Wrestling, the JFW Podcast.